Hey everyone, Anthony with uh, Not Cool in High School. Um, this is a, a show first, Ben. It's yeah, first time it is. this has ever happened. And so we have um, a call. I, I don't know if it's our first guest call in for Not Cool in High School. It's our. It's definitely our first interview, I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, it has to be. And this is going to be exclusive only to the audio portion. So you can listen to this on Anchor. Um, you can listen to this on Spotify, Google Play, everything. Um, so kind of drive some people from YouTube to come over and see this if they want to check it out. Definitely. Um, but we're, we're here with Mike. Now, Mike, um, we'll let him introduce himself and let him go what he's going to talk about. But uh, there's a lot of cool stuff here to unpack. And it's if you're a retro game fan, this is definitely this is definitely for you. So So, Mike, what do you got going on? Hey guys, um, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I came on to uh, speak um, mostly about um, a book that recently came out that I worked with with um, Pat, the NES punk, um, who's also Pat Contry. Um, the book uh, it is the ultimate Nintendo guide to the SNES library. Uh, myself, Pat Contry, and 10 other contributors all worked on the book together. And in the book, what we did was we took every single Nintendo or Super Nintendo game and we reviewed it and we also added like a little reflection section, which basically we get to speak about our background with the game or what we thought about the game a little bit more than just a basic review. But um, that book just came out a couple months ago. So uh, that's that's kind of like, you know, what I've been going on a few shows here and there now just to talk about the book. Now, without giving away too much in the book, obviously, because we want you guys to buy it. Um, <laughs> is there a game that I know for me personally, there's a few games I'm like, man, like when I was a kid, this game was my thing. I almost, <laughs> I almost cussed, Ben. I didn't do it. Uh, this game was my my ish, and right. uh, and I'm super excited to go back and play it. And then you put it in, and it does not hold up. And you're like, man, this is horrible. And then you go play yeah. another game that you thought was horrible, and you're like, this was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Did you come across any of those? Um, yeah. Uh, the main one that was kind of like, I didn't review it for the book, but it's one of the games that, um, I grew up just absolutely loving and adoring. Um, being a big hockey fan, I was a big fan of a game called hit the ice, okay. which is basically, um, the hockey version of NBA jam before, uh, NHL hits came out, which was made on PlayStation. This was like super Nintendo Genesis. I have one in between there. It's still my favorite hockey game of all time. Oh yeah, Wayne Gretzky 3D hockey for the N64. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that is a classic. That was like a, my first Nintendo 64 game, I believe. That is to, to all right. So like for sports, for me, 
the, the, the best sports games ever made for wrestling are the No Mercy N64 games, and that Wayne Gretzky 3D hockey is tough to beat. And then, like, yeah. obviously NBA Jam is fantastic, but Hang Time was really good as well. Oh, yeah. Hang Time. Actually, I've probably sunk more t- hours in the Hang Time than I have NBA Jam. Hang Time is a classic. Yeah. And then, obviously, NFL Blitz was a lot of fun, too. Right, right. Yeah, those games are that, – that, that was a genre – of games in that N64 area. I know we're jumping ahead in time fine, but that those sports <laughs> yeah. games were so much fun and they translate it very well to arcade machines. Uh, yeah. And uh, sports games they, they get a bad <clears throat> rap. Um a lot of gamers now, you know, they kind of crap on the Madden's and the NHL's because I mean to be fair, those franchises are getting very stale. They're releasing the same thing over and over and just basically it's just an upgrade to the roster. Um but retro sports games like they are very easy to jump into still they're built more for fun and not simulation i know so the problem was they made those games like the hits the mlb hits and nba jams and all those games every single year like they would normal sports games and people just got bored like just keep the same game and update the like i think if they came back out like if you put nba jam or like a new nfl blitz out now and just said hey this is the game it's a 30 dollar 15 dollar arcade classic and we're just every year for free or for two bucks you can update your roster you know what i mean i think i think it would hold up because i think sometimes sporting games are too much simulation Mm -hmm. like right now the, the big thing is the hockey game when they brought back um in nhl they brought back the three on three and it played like wayne gretzky yeah and then in the soccer game they made like the street version it's not as unrealistic like the old school ones but yeah. like those games still stand up mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think yeah. that it's it's people people thought they didn't want the the fun ones anymore and now people are like oh these over simulated games are no fun either right and yeah. i think um a contributing factor factor to these games not i guess being as good as they were is the um the ultimate team Oh yeah, pay, of the sports games that are coming play, out, yeah. they're just yeah, they're just money grabs. And unfortunately, since those money grabs are working so well for these companies, uh, EA, they're yeah. kind of just focusing more on that than actually updating the game and putting a new engine. Madden's engine is so old right now, mm-hmm. and um, it just it needs an update. The game is just so stale. Yeah, and a, a lot of games can be said for NHL. It's the same way. Agreed. Yeah, and a lot of these gamers, like the old school gamers, they're starting to gravitate to those indie titles. Like they're going back to those side scrollers. They want to play those mm-hmm. old school games because they're like, you know what? At least these games are coming finished. They're coming complete, and right. they're they're they they scratch that nostalgia itch. And that nostalgia is definitely coming back. And people are begging for backwards compatibility. Like, and and systems are starting to starting to do it. Yeah, yeah, I, I am hoping that the next. Um, I know they they kind of dabbled in kind of wording the next consoles generations that's coming out like Sony and Microsoft. Their their wording isn't 100% specific. They are saying that those consoles are going to be backwards compatible, but they haven't given an extent to that compatibility yet. Like, is it going to be fully backwards compatible? Well, Xbox. How has. far back are we going? Oh, have they? Yeah, Xbox said it's pretty much you can put any disc in the game. Um, any disc from xbox original xbox up and it'll play now if you go and you put in if you try to go to their marketplace and download a game like not every game is going to be available for marketplace but those mm-hmm. games if you put your your disc in the system it will play oh that's that's amazing yeah, yeah. and then there's because... then there are the games that they that they are on the marketplace they kind of have enhancements like the cheat achievements they're going to put achievements and stuff on them like they're going to like they've already worked really hard on building a backwards compatibility library yeah. that's going to carry right, over for the xbox one yeah, yeah. playstation's pretty much saying you're going to get ps4 backwards compatibility okay but they haven't i i've heard rumors that 
PS1, 2, and 3 games may work as well, but... Yeah, they, yeah, I, they, they haven't really double down on that, yeah. that information yeah, yeah despite that they didn't really confirm it but mm. it would it would be nice to actually see like some of the old games have these achievements that are you know established because you're kind of wondering it changes oh, games it does certainly change the games and like right. people like now with trying to collect trophies and all and say you know instead of somebody saying oh i did this and then you know bull crap you know what i mean it calls well, you out I have on it, it. Yeah. yeah it's like oh well i have it on my game i have it on my profile check it out and mm-hmm. then lo and behold right there <laughs> yeah well i don't know um if you guys remember this i'm not i'm not sure of your age i'm i'm 40 personally but um this was actually before my time but when um when uh players had atari back in the day they would actually take pictures of their scores on their televisions and send it into, I believe it was Activision. And uh, Activision would actually send the people that sent in their high scores, they would send them patches that they could put on their jackets. I heard of that. Yes. Yes. And there's like, one was like, air. what was it? Like, I know one was like Panic and like there's like a bomb one. I forget what that one is. Mm -hmm. And it it was really cool how they did that and incorporated that back in the day. Yeah, it was kind of like basically that was your, you know, your achievement. That was like the ultimate goal back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff now in games. And then obviously with like Nintendo, they're doing the uh, the libraries of Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Nintendo and Super Nintendo in their in mm-hmm. their libraries as well. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> I was at uh, every so often I go up to a couple shops around the New Jersey area to go to um, just shop for some retro games, and I was speaking to. The store manager, because I noticed his shelves were just full, like of Nintendo and Super Nintendo games and Genesis, the carts, basically. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I was like, "Hey, what's what's going on, man? Usually I come in here, these shelves are kind of barren." And uh, he was like, "Yeah, since Nintendo's come out with their, um, you know, with their mini consoles and also their virtual console, which they had on the Wii anyway, mm-hmm. and also the Genesis is coming out with their mini console." Um, he's saying that a lot of people who were coming in to buy these retro games to not collect, but just to play, he's like, they're not coming in anymore because now that these mini consoles are out, they really don't have a reason to. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed that they didn't make those consoles at least have the the slot in them to physically put the game in it. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like what Hyperkin has been doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that, I think, and I understand why they probably did it, but then also like, people are hacking them and adding almost the entire library in it. Like they're Yeah, just third, right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of cool as well. Like if if anyone knows how to do that, uh, hit me up. I'd like to let you borrow oh, you let that. you borrow my system. <laughs> I don't have the files. That's is the problem. Done. <laughs> um, um, but go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, when it comes to doing that, and I mean, you know, more power to people that that are able to do that and put all those games on their consoles. Trust me, I have several consoles around my house that has every game. Unfortunately, having access to so much at one time, you're kind of just like. You play a game for a couple minutes, and you're like, eh, you know, that game's all right. Let me go on to the next one. And then, yeah. like, it's kind of hard to focus on, like, one game that you just dump $60 into and you really need to beat. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely, not tarnishes it, but you definitely get a little spoiled. But I tell you what, for me, I was never a big arcade guy. Like, I remember, uh, now this is, I'm not, you know, now this is not a woe is me gamer story, but, like, growing up, my parents were like, nah, you're not going to go in and dump 45, 30, 20 bucks in an arcade today. Like that's just never going to happen. Like you get $3, go have fun. And right. then I want to go play like the Simpsons and $3 gets me to level two. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, and, 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 and there's a lot of little games. I'm like, man, I love them, but I never beat them. I played stage one 450 times. Cause I never had the <laughs> money to keep going. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. 
and then you get these emulations and you're like oh my god i finally beat simpsons like it was and it's it's a little like a 45 minute game <laughs> right and that's that's like my favorite thing to do too with like somebody's like um like a main machine or something is to go back and play these arcade games that you played when you were kids but there was like like you said your parents weren't just giving you 50 bucks to go finish this game yeah now you can do it and you're like you know you're seeing portions of the game that most people have never even seen before and it's 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 amazing yeah yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. But uh, so going going back to the book here. Um, yeah. Now you guys reviewed every single co- copy. How how long is that? Because how many games are in the NES library? I want to um, take a. St- in- Do you mind if I take a stab at the number, Mike? Uh, sure. I'm thinking it's about like 753. I would have been in the 700s as well. Um, I believe it is in, well, see that this is the thing we didn't, we reviewed every single game in the U S library. Oh, but, okay. yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah, UK but and... we also, uh, we also did games that were like also in PAL regions too. Okay. So, um, but if you count like every release in North America and North America only there were 721 games oh, that were official Nintendo games, not I'm not counting like the unofficial stuff that got released. I got you. Yeah. How yeah, many yeah. unofficial games were there? I know. Um, I know that was big in like Atari and I. I, I yeah, it's. You right, have it's big. In you Nintendo, have one unofficial game, right? Too. Well, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm saying Ben. I think you. You have that one NES cartridge that you have to put another cartridge in to play it. You showed me the one time. It's like it's like a Japan version or something. Oh, you're talking about Holy Diver. Yeah, I I made oh, that. Yeah. I made a converter out of uh, like a gyromite, and what I did was I uh, I kind of like used thin cement and like the actual posts that were in the actual cartridge itself to hold everything together, and I actually like had it to where like the plastic melted where it would hold very well. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, his his game yeah, collection. I, I is have insane. a gyromite as well. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't done that um, to mine, but I kind of just have it there as kind of just like a collector's item. Yeah. Now you were saying, I'm sorry. Oh uh, yeah. Um, for the Nintendo, like you were saying, there were plenty of Nintendo uh, unreleased games because a lot of these companies weren't allowed to make games for the NES because they were, Nintendo would tell stores like, hey, if you sell these other companies' games, um, we're not going to provide you with our games. So like you know, these other companies would go out and they create their own different shells. That why that's why you see like Tengen games that kind of have that black cartridge. Yeah. Super Nintendo, they didn't have to do that as much because they they didn't have a chokehold on the market like they did back with the NES. So there's kind of really no way of telling how many on unofficial games are out there, but they're definitely out there. Mm-hmm. That's interesting to know about because I never really heard of like any unofficial games. Like, could you? If you know one off the top of your head, what would be one that would come to mind that people might know? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't mean to be racking your brain here. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Um, yeah, I see. I can't think of a lot of Super Nintendo games. I believe there was like a Noah's Arcade or a Noah's Ark game. Oh, the Noah's Bible Ark games. Game. Yep. Thinking of Wayne's you World. have a Bible game. I do have Super Noah's Ark 3D. It's That's like the, the game it's I was the talking Doom, about. It's the Doom build. Yeah. It's like the Doom that, but with like... The, is that for the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo? That's the Super Nintendo. That's yeah. the game okay, I was yeah. talking about. It, it's, okay, it's a, yeah. It's a bigger looking console. Yeah, I, now, now that you brought it up, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I do have it. I have a complete box with the manual and all too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That was one game. It was called Super 3D Noah's Ark. And yes. it was basically, it was Wolfenstein. But yeah. But it was, like, yeah. made to be, you know, like, it's just Christian-themed. 
<laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's probably like one of the most popular ones, but there are others that are out there. Yeah, I know. I know. Like in my, the, you go back and you play the old like if you have like an emulating game and you you play like the old school like, um, let's say like adult theme games for the Ataris, <laughs> the custards yeah, game, right. and uh, a bunch of those, a bunch of those interesting ones. But yeah, it's yeah. that's why they kind of kiboshed. Like, nah, we can't have any of those games anymore. <laughs> it's a funny story. Uh, when I was a kid, um, my neighbor was over at my house one day and we were playing my dad's Atari. And he told me, he was like, hey, man, I have, like, this adult Atari game. Um, it's my dad. You want to go see it? And I was like, yeah, this is no adult Atari game. What are you talking about? So we went over to his house, and he actually had a game. It was called X-Man. And he popped it in his Atari. And it, basically, it was a, you were a stick figure guy who had to make his way to the center of this maze. Whatever. And he didn't have pants on. So it was like yeah. a pair of scissors chasing him. Yeah. And if they caught him, you know, obviously, you know what would happen. He'd be castrated. Yeah, yeah there, there was exactly. one. There was one. It was called. It was like a a a, pro, a a gigolo one and a poker one. And you went from house to house and made calls, and but you couldn't get caught by the police. Yeah. Then there was one. Um, we'll just say it was called. Um, I can't even say the name because you know what? Listen, kids, you know by now. You can just type. <laughs> it's called beat them and eat them. Oh and, yeah. And yeah, you're and you're that. shooting males. <laughs> semen into it's like asteroids and it's open girls right. mouths on the other end it's just crazy that that was an atari game <laughs> and don't forget go for like super crazy amounts of money yeah. too. and don't forget custer's revenge oh man yeah yeah where you you rape a girl in a pole she horrible yeah yeah i can see why nintendo was very strict on what was going in their systems yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely I mean, there there were games for the NES that actually came out that were kind of like I wouldn't say X-rated, but there was like a game called Bubble Bath Babes. Oh yeah, where basically it was like a puzzle game, and you know hot you got the yeah hot slots. That's another one. Mm-hmm. I forget what the third one is, but those were made by Panesian, and they only made like right. I think about oh, I think maybe like three thousand copies or something like that. It's a really low number. Yeah, it was just well, that, an that's a cool thing that we try to do on our company. show too. Is like usually when we do like a not cool in high school, we try to every every show we talk about like we just have normal nerd conversations and we talk about what's new in the news and how we feel about it and what we're watching and playing. And then we have a topic at the end of the night. And then someone does all this research on a topic that you wouldn't even think about. Or maybe that's popular, but not everyone's into. And then we do like a whole research project on it. And the, when we did the one on Nintendo. We found out about like Nintendo's had hotels. You ever hear of the the Nintendo Love or Hotel Love or whatever it was called? Yes, where, yes. Where um, you, you could rent rooms by the hour to play video games, but nobody was playing video games. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I was watching a YouTube channel not too long ago, and I believe yeah that that came up, and I was like, oh, I, I honestly I didn't even know about that until recently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We try to like that's where that that cool stuff comes in, man. Like you do you, you find those research pieces, and then you tune into the show, and you're trying to educate somebody, or maybe you already knew about it, but somebody else didn't, you know. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, if you if you had your Desert Island NES games, what would they be? Well, you can get like we'll we'll give you four. Oh man, Desert Island NES games, right? Just yeah. regular eight bit Nintendo. Yep. <clears throat> um. All right. Number one would be Contra. I mean, okay. that's that's an obvious choice. Uh, that's I've probably beaten that game about a million times. Um, my number two game would be Baseball Stars. Okay. Uh, not Baseball Stars two, the original Baseball Stars. By SNK. Okay. Um, hmm. Number three. Uh, I'm going to have to go with, like, I guess a Legend of Zelda. That's probably, you know, a basic pick. But, yeah. I'd, I, yeah, I'd have to go with that just to get, like, a classic 
um, you know, kind of like adventure game in there. And my number four game um, would be uh, Super Dodgeball. Wow. Ooh, the curveball. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that game. Yeah. I, I think but, um, I think the only one I would change for me would be in there, I, and I still have the ever never never beat it. Hopefully, if if I ever get someone that can mess with my my retro classic, um, a Maniac Mansion. Oh, that that is probably my absolutely favorite game of all time. Yeah, I love that. I never beat it, but I always wanted to go back and and try to figure it out. Oh, uh, uh, you haven't beaten it? Um, no. Yeah, you just got to go through with a walkthrough one day, and you'll finish it in like a half hour. I played Day of the Tentacle like a hundred times, like this the predecessor to that game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I love Day of the Tentacle. That actually, that got a re-release a few years ago on the uh, PS4 and the Vita. Really? And it, yeah, it got like updated. Uh, it's not updated graphics, but it has like a, a easier interface and kind of you know a little bit of an upgrade. I actually want to pick a Vita up again. And if that's the case, if that's on there, that'll be definitely a game I put on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, yeah, I love that because you can play yeah, Maniac, Maniac Mansion, Mansion on. You said Maniac Mansion. I I think I might want to switch Legend of Zelda actually for Maniac oh, Mansion. Wow. Now there's a cool thing in Maniac Mansion where there's a, a special brick that you press and it sets an alarm off. And to this mm-hmm. day, no one knows how to turn that alarm off once it's activated. Like there's a really? you, you put a code in, and supposedly there was supposed to be a. Um, a market, uh, something with marketing with Pepsi, and you get this code from Pepsi, and then you go to this brick and put the code in. But I guess halfway through the game's process, the co- the deal with Pepsi fell out. So this this brick, you push it, and it, well, you push the brick, and it comes with a four digit code. And even if you ignore the code, or if you try to put anything in, it sets an alarm off. And if you don't, like, and you just can't turn the alarm off, and then the house blows up. And I don't think anyone's wow. ever really yeah, figured I- out how to stop that alarm or what that code is even for that is awesome i'm i'm gonna have to look that i'm not looking that i didn't know about that i mean i did know about the pepsi kind of tie-in because when you see the green tentacle he actually like you could offer him a can of pepsi and he's like wow 12 full ounces yeah i used to but, i when i was not very when i was young and i i sucked at the game all i would do for hours is just knock on the door and run <laughs> all day long i would just yeah and then eventually they're like i'm not coming to the door no more <laughs> yeah ed and edna those those are two characters yep and then uh your super nintendo um wow super nintendo i'm gonna have to go with uh nhl 95 i i love um the nhl games on the super nintendo and the genesis I my mean, cousin my cousin had a glitch that he would be do he would take it and he would drive down to the corner and he would put it like literally right before you go around the back of the net and it was like a guaranteed ah. goal every time you couldn't stop it yeah, I haven't. Um, I mean, I've played a lot of '95, but I kind of lost my touch with finding those sweet spot goals. Yeah. But NHL '93, I could still play today. That was just called NHLPA hockey, actually. Yeah. But I still can play that today and find that sweet spot. Yeah, you couldn't but, stop um, it. Right. It was impossible. I would just piss my friends off and they'd slam my controller. <laughs> I asked my mom for a new one. But uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, NHL 95. Um, the other game would have to be Super Mario World. Yep. I mean, that's just uh, that's a that's classic. a standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, I'm gonna actually say Demon's Crest. Have you guys ever played Ooh, that? Ooh. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, I know all about Demon's Crest. Uh, okay. Actually, I, I actually reviewed that one for the book. That was probably the one I had the most fun reviewing. But that's one that I've played through just several times over, and. Um, as far as the last one, I'm gonna have to go with like a classic RPG, like Final Fantasy three. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, those four, that that would be, those would keep me busy for a while. No, I did a Nintendo game, Ben. What would be a Super Nintendo game that you would throw in the mix? For for me? Yep. Oh, boy. I probably would throw in Earthbound because I love playing that game. And, like, every once in a while, like, in the summertime, I always try and beat that game before the end of the summer. It was kind of like one of those, like, you know, 10-year-old kid, you know, Goals and you have for the, you have that complete in box. I have that complete in box. I actually have two really, copies that's of that. A good one. I have that one complete in box with the manual and the scratch and sniff uh, cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, I just have a playable copy that I got for fifty bucks before like the video game boom happened. Then too, yeah, like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so <clears throat> I always play. I play my games once in a while, so I try and you know get my use out of them. I have to right. end up getting the batteries all, you know, changed out. Yeah. So the saves do well and actually work. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you beat Earthbound? Oh, I've beat it like how many times? I've even gotten oh, okay. to the point where like I kind of maxed out levels. I even got hidden weapons. I even got all of Pooh's, uh, uh, you know, the King's Crown, the King's Sword, all that stuff. So oh, that, awesome. that one I'm well versed in. So that's not good. <laughs> that's. That's that's one I really love playing. Every time I play it, it's just I just like playing it. It's just like one of those games I'll never get sick of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The uh, I still remember going back to sports games. I can still remember a code for a sports game. Uh, Madden '95 LRLRA unlocks the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Carolina Panthers, and they were both '99 overall teams. Really? Yep. They were they they, they, they just entered the expansion, but they didn't put them in uh, the game. So they could- yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, but it's L R L R A, and you can unlock in Madden '95, the uh, the Carolina Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I remember like after plays were over, like before NFL Blitz is a thing, we would run up and hit the hurdle button, and it would look like it kicked the guy in the nuts, and he go and he'd fall over. <laughs> 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 like you hit a guy, and the ambulance comes on the field and take him off. Uh, yeah, that was my favorite part about playing Madden. Actually, just watching that ambulance just smash he's the like, ball he's the dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> savage kids. There was a baseball game I used to love. I think it was called Super Bases Loaded. It was super, super simple, but I remember just being a lot of fun. Mm. But it wasn't mm-hmm. like licensed MLB teams. It was like made-up ones. Mm. I don't know. Like I always remember Ken Griffey Jr. baseball then, too. Yeah, that's, that was I never classic. played it, yeah. but I always remember, like, I think Nintendo, like Nintendo Power really pushed it yeah. way back in the yeah. day, even had, like, a review on it, too. Tech and, Mobile. Like, I mean, we're going back a system, but Tech Mobile is a classic. Yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl. Yep. The Ken Griffey game, I actually fired that up uh, the other day because, you know, it, it's a, a nostalgic game. Yeah. And um, definitely not as good as I remember it being. I was like, <laughs> that, that's another one to bring up. Yeah, I remember that being great when I was a kid, but you play it now, it's just, it's 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 pretty hard, actually. Yeah. That's, but, how, um, that's how GoldenEye was for me not too long ago. I tried playing GoldenEye. I'm like, how did I play this? Yeah. Yeah, GoldenEye, yeah, that, that game... I, I hate to use the term has not aged well because that it's kind of unfair. But yeah, that that's kind of a hard one to go back to. Mm-hmm. The controls, like it's just hard to relearn that controller system. It's basically like yeah. learning curve, really. Because yeah. mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't realize how much they put into first-person shooters that assist you. And then you go back and play GoldenEye and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what am I doing? Yeah, there's like three different mechanics to look 
<laughs> that's not even it doesn't even have a lock on aim like you gotta manually i still remember being a kid and i would pop a headshot like no one's business and i'm like i went right. and I'm like how did i do that right right <laughs> it's just, uh, as far as collections do you guys do you collect games or i mean i know ben you said you had oh, oh I'll, I'll go first because yeah. it's not as extensive um i when it comes to old school games i really don't collect too much um okay um, I pretty much start like my collection starts with like CD based games. So I have, I have every Madden from 2001 up, um, every mm-hmm. Cover Boy, um, and then I have like the special edition versions. Like 2005 had two editions, um, 2007 had a Spanish edition and a regular edition. 2009 had a Spanish edition. So I collect all the Maddens. Um, now oh, since awesome. since they went to the the next gen, like the I don't have any of those because I because I I turned to digital. But that, that oh, okay. I'll just go back and pick those games up eventually when they're like a dollar at a yard cheap. sale. Yeah, yeah. Um, I collect I collect wrestling games, so I have I have SmackDown one all the way up until two um, K, um, oh, awesome. obviously until the new generation. Then they're all digital on my system, um, right. and then I I kind of like I have all the I try to get all the Grand Theft Autos. Like I just finally found Grand Theft Auto two complete in box with the manual and everything. So I have one oh, two awesome. London, yeah. So stuff like that I try to collect. I like just mostly CD ones. Trying to go back and getting some old PlayStation Two ones, like I want to get uh, Champions Return to Arms, and, oh, okay, and Def Jam Vendetta Fight from New York. I only have it for Xbox, um, but it's it's not easy to find for PlayStation. If you do find it, they want like eighty five bucks for it. Oh, it's one of those. Okay, yeah. to come out like at the end of the life. Yeah. The life cycle. Oh. Okay. No, not really so much the end of the life cycle. Just a real like you can get the first uh, Def Jam Vendetta, no problem. But Fight okay. from New York is the one everyone tries to get. That's like the top one. Like a popular, uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, I, I collect some of those. I like, like I said, I'm a big sports game. I, oh, I have all the college football games from from PlayStation. Oh, nice. Yeah, like like just the like the Coverboy ones. So like from PlayStation up to Xbox 360. I remember there was one on the PlayStation Three, a college football game that was like super hard to get. Um, yeah, hmm. I, think yeah it's, I believe it just for was like it, it, that might have been game, game day had. It was NCAA. I forget what year it is yeah. because it's funny. If it's still here, I have it. Main Main Street Video Games in Bloomsburg, Tony. The guy actually had a copy of it. Really? Yeah, he was selling it for like 60, 70 bucks. I know the last college football game is very expensive to get. The last one they made because people still um, EA won't turn the servers off because people still go on there and put the updated roster. So you can download, and if you have a oh, Xbox okay. 360, or I don't know if PlayStation still allows you to do it, but you can go on the PlayStation or Xbox, have the original copy of the game, go on the servers, and then there's you go on this website, add wow. this one username, download his roster, and every year he puts the brand new college football roster out. So they don't there's not a college football game, but this guy does the rosters every year still. Oh, okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like you can actually download. Um, and we were talking about uh, Super Tech Mobile earlier. Um, some guys actually update that. They update the rosters to that, and as well as NHL '94, since that was the most popular uh, NHL game for the Genesis Super Nintendo. Yeah, I've seen people do that with um, NBA Jam as well. Yeah. Yep. NBA Jam. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I've downloaded a few of those like over the years, just to kind of just. You know, I mean, it's cool to see for a few minutes. You're like, oh, cool, yeah, that guy's in this, you know, game that's 20 years old, and then you, yeah, you, you gotta kind of just turn you it gotta off. send me your websites that you get these files from, so I can put them on my systems. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I mean, that's they're very easy to find. Yeah, I, I'm just I have the I don't trust the internet, so like I'm like I type it and then I get this one. So I'm like, this looks shady. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, and I, I'm not 
well versed enough in it to figure out how to do it. But uh, oh, okay. so so Ben's gonna narrow down his list of what he collects. Okay, oh. I'm looking at you, Ben. <laughs> he, he, I have my list. He, uh, he has his app. Now listen. <laughs> It's so much easier oh, for Ben to tell you what he doesn't collect because it. There's... I'm I'm the same way, Ben. So yeah, don't, don't feel bad. I, I he will have you here till three thirty in the morning. It's not even a joke, <laughs> I, and I don't want to keep you that long. Um, yeah, he, his collection is insane. Awesome. Okay, well, he I would mean... make the forty year old version blush. Remember how in the movie he had all the, like, this is yeah, Ben's collection's insane. Pretty much like I have like twenty eight platforms. That's like three from three DS arcade games, Dreamcast. Um, pretty much like like the first couple generations of like gaming soft like video game consoles like the Sega Genesis. I tr- I'm trying to get like a master system and all that then too. Mm-hmm. I just never really pursued it too much because there's always that power converter that you can always attach to your Genesis exactly. and it plays all those yeah. uh, games. But right. uh, well, what do you want to tell? What do you want me to tell you? What just, I have? Just like <laughs> put your 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 big dick energy out there. Tell them how many games of each system you have and call it a day. <laughs> Put it like, this um, way: are you, are you going for any complete collections? I'm not necessarily. I'm just trying to. Well, since we're talking about the NES, because that's the book he's putting out. How okay. many NES games do you physically? Okay, own? so NES games. I have about 172. Kind of a weak number, but I have some, you know, uncommon ones like uh, uh, Kickmaster. Um, okay. I have. I think I have uh, Shattered Hand. Yeah, I do have Shattered Hand. And oh, like awesome. a few, and just like a few other ones, like Double Dragon, Bucky O'Hare. Um, Could not say that as a kid. Bucky O'Hare. Nope, I said the F word every time. And my mom <laughs> thought it was adorable. <laughs> what and, is your Holy Grail game? In the in, in NES? Any, any system. Oh, okay. Um, I would have to say... You got two of them, because we're going to go on the next topic then. And, and Mike, you're, Mike, <laughs> you're going to definitely like this. It's going. Okay. It's going to be on the Neo Geo, the MVS oh. Samurai Showdown Zero Special. Oh no way! That's yep, awesome. I have the cartridge for that, and that's in really good, great shape. And my other Holy Grail, I know the Earthbound is like there, but I'm just trying to think like. Yeah, that's definitely a, Yeah, that's a Holy real, Grail there. Like real cutthroat. Oh boy, I would say. You wouldn't think it, Musha that that Musha oh, yeah, game Musha. for the Sega Genesis. And ha- I have it's complete in box, manual, the card, the the cartridge looks phenomenal. It, it looks beautiful. It's that's awesome. It's fantastic. I'd say those are two that are like easier to access, but those are uh, those were my those are definitely my two overall. Yeah. My, yeah, I haven't found Musha. Actually, I had to have somebody just make a reproduction for me of Musha. Oh, wow. Yeah, the only but, games uh, yeah, I have that I'm proud of find. is mm-hmm. I have the four Japanese wrestling games, like the New Japan for N64. So the four the four Holy Grails they consider for mm-hmm. America, the WCW ones and the WWE. Mm-hmm. I have the four uh-huh. Japan wrestling ones. And then I opened up my, X, my, my N64 and I cut off those notches so I could play them. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, they didn't cost me much. I mean, I had to order them from Japan, but it wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be from eBay. Oh, that's cool. Are, are they in English? I'm guessing it's in Japanese. No, it's all Japanese. Um, supposedly, okay, you able to figure it out. Yeah, supposedly there was a way if you had a Game Shark, you can put a Game Shark in your system um, and then put a code in that would translate the games and you'd play it through your Game Shark, but it would be translated. I oh, okay. bought. I went online. I bought four Game Sharks. 
at like 30 bucks a piece and all four of them were busted they didn't work oh yeah so i got burnt so i was like i gave up on that dream um but but there's something i am looking at and if you're an emulation people out there you can hate me i'm sorry but it's called the everdrive 64 mm-hmm. um, yeah i have one yeah i want to get the newest one i heard the newest one's really really good um i want to get one of those but supposedly you can put the japanese games on there and they'll be translated so that would be like my my holy grail if i can get the n6 I, my, my favorite system is the n64 like that's that library is so much fun like the quarterback club games and the nascar games they were just so much fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah so uh, definitely a fun library i've been firing up my n64 a lot lately playing like the um not the original castlevania game but legacy of darkness actually i, I love okay, castlevania yeah games. well you see yeah, that, that was... the the possible the possibility of the retro n64 is being put on hold now because they can't find like they they're having a hard time making it a mini and making it emulated yeah i i've saw a, a, a few different things here and there where you know they were having trouble figuring out what games they were putting on there and then yeah there's also like n64 emulation is still kind of uh, it's not 100 percent yet i guess i would say yeah i mean the uh, the wii you could actually i mean the wii you could actually download n64 games from the eShop, but i, I don't know it's i you kind of just you need that n64 controller yep yeah mm-hmm. i i want i want a N64 mini, but they're going to be tough sales because they have to have that the mini system and then the big controller. It's going to be tough to figure it out. Um, right. And I heard that they might just bypass it and go straight to GameCube. That's another rumor I heard. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that would be a big mistake. I do I mean, too. Because people are just have been waiting for that mini for so long. I mean, shit. Even before the Super Nintendo um, mini was announced, people were like wondering when the N64 mini was coming out. Yeah. I was like, all right. You know, hold on, guys. Yep, I let's, agree. Uh, let's go in order here. So now you also help run a Facebook page that's pretty successful, and it's it's a very great page. I we follow it. We 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 oh, actually we actually snag some stories off you guys here and there and put them on our page. Um, awesome. Uh, hey, poor player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um it's our website. Uh, it's heypoorplayer.com, and pretty much any news story that is posted to the Facebook page, it's just coming straight from our website. But um. Yeah, we share like news stories on there, our reviews, and um, also uh, me personally. Um, what I try to do is I try to play a retro game every day. It usually doesn't happen because I have a kid, <laughs> but uh, I usually try to play a retro game every day, and I'll get screenshots and um, I'll post it to our Facebook page, and I'll kind of put like a little Wikipedia blurb about it, you know, just kind of explaining what the game was. Yeah. Now, how old is your kid? Um, she is nine. She's nine now. Is she, have yep. you dabbled her into the world of retro video games yet? Oh yeah, yeah. She's um, she's a straight up gamer. <laughs> like, That's awesome. She yeah, she uh, sometimes she games a little bit too much, and we have to put limits on. Like, thankfully, like the Nintendo Switch, you could actually limit um the time that kids can play on there. So mm. she gets um, oh, wow. she gets an hour a day on school days, and on the weekend she gets like three hours per day. But what, what know, is sometimes... what is your what is your daughter's go to game right now? Um, right now she's, well, she has a couple that she's playing right now. Um, first one is, uh, Untitled Goose Game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where you go around as a goose and like terrorize everybody. Right. Yeah. She, she's real into that right now. And, um, also she keeps going back and forth, um, to, to Minecraft. Like she's still playing Minecraft a lot. Yeah. This is like playing with Legos. I understand. Uh, I actually just, I just picked up River City Girls. Once again, another super, yeah. River City Ransom is all time one of my favorites, and when they 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 told the news on the store the show about mm-hmm. River City Girls, I was like, wait, River City mm-hmm. Girls? They're like, yeah, it's the successor of River City Ransom. I was like, oh my god! Usually when I bring that yeah. game up to people, 
they're like, what the hell is River City Ransom? I was like, I remember being like, I, I was obsessed with that game when I was a kid. But I, I, I yeah. mean, my my group of friends growing up were very sports oriented friend. Like, I didn't have like Legend of Zelda friends until much later in life. <laughs> and if you were a Legend of Zelda fan, you didn't talk about it because it was like sports were the only thing that were cool in the area. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're not playing um, Madden, forget you. <laughs> Yeah, I actually I, I reviewed um, River City Girls for the site, um, and I, I took a little hiatus from the site for a little bit besides doing the Facebook stuff because I was um, contributing to the book. So I took about a year off. Oh, wow. And as soon as I came back, um, my editor-in-chief was like, hey, I got a game for you. And I'm like, oh, what is it? You know, I'm thinking he's going to kind of lay it on me easy because I'm just coming back. Give me like a small you know game on Steam that just didn't have much of a – a big release and he was like um we got this game called river city girls and i was like are you serious he's like yeah take it and i was like oh man i was like all right so i think i played it for like 10 hours straight that it's night. hard yeah it's very hard you, it's definitely grindy but like i died like city five times game, in the school so far yeah it's uh the school yeah <laughs> the school's <laughs> ridiculous and some of those boss fights oh my god man the boss just, fights definitely. yeah the boss fights if I, I mean i've i tried to fight this one like a couple bosses actually where I just couldn't be, you know, I'm like, let's back to the grind, just go outside and, you know, just keep, you can find those specific areas, just like river city ransom where, you know, the guys give up more cash when, whenever you beat them and just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. As a pro wrestling fan, I like how they incorporated more wrestling moves in it, like a stone cold stunner or power bomb. Oh yeah. Huna Kanarana. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, that was definitely enjoyable. I mean, it, it's, to see that franchise come as far as it has, and at, at River City Girls, even before that, there's been several River City games that are like, I mean, they took it from, you know, they remade kind of like the. There's even a River City Underground, which was made by just some big fans of the series. That's on Steam right now. Like a fan made game. Okay. Right. Yeah, fan-made. I don't have I don't have a gaming PC, so that all that I I didn't even know existed. Oh yeah, yeah. If if you if you do get a PC set up, um, River City Underground is really good. And um, there's been River City Melee came out this year on the Switch, which is basically crashing the boys on the NES, but like an updated version of that. Oh, wow. And yeah, there's been and um, there's been River City um, Knights, which is basically River City in medieval times. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a that's downloadable, a too, because I wanted to mm-hmm. I wanted to get the physical game of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah that... I have the physical on the 3DS. Um, it's called Knights of Justice, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. That, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. that resurgence of those side scrollers are definitely making a huge comeback, man. People are eating it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm loving it because those are like you know those are my favorite types of games. Yeah, like I know one that really brought me back to the fold was for the uh, the Xbox 360, and it's one of those games that I installed on my system, and I went back and looked, and I still have it installed, so I didn't lose it. Um, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh yeah, I, I still have to play that. I keep hearing so much good stuff about it. it well, the problem is, is if you you can't buy it on the marketplace anymore, they lost the rights to it. So it's one of those games that if you don't have it installed anymore, it's gone forever. Right. Yeah, I did see that. And isn't um didn't Limited Run or one of those companies come out with like a physical version a while back? Oh really? I'm not aware of that. I, I did not um, know that either. If that's a thing, I I would I would buy that right now. <laughs> it was yeah, such I, a good game. And it reminded me of River City Ransom. It was so much fun. Yeah, I thought there was like a physical version, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so uh, how long have you been involved with Hey Poor Player? Um, hey Poor Player, I've been involved. Um, it's been about five, going on five years now. 
Oh wow! How long have they been um, together? Like, how long has that page uh, been a thing? It's been about uh, eight years, eight okay. to ten years or so. Yeah, it's um the funny story how I got involved. Um, before I was with Hey Poor, Poor Player, and before the book, I actually didn't write pretty much at all. Since I mean, besides since when I was a kid, I would write fake movie scripts all the time. But um, <clears throat> I used to run this Facebook page, uh, local Facebook page. It was like kind of like a game trader page. <clears throat> and um, this guy who was trying to buy a arcade game on the page, an arcade game called Carnival. It's like a light gun game. Okay, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Having, yeah, he was having issues um, picking up this game. Uh, he went to these people's trailer to go pick up the game, and they were like, um, they were like juggalos. <laughs> they, they were just, <laughs> n- nothing against juggalos, but there was this big thing happened and they were like we don't want to sell the game anymore so he contacted me since i was running the page and i'm like yeah what what can i do they don't want to sell you the game i mean i'm just you know i'm not like a cop i'm just moderating the stupid facebook page yeah but um you know we kind of got to talking about carnival and it just went from there and then he told me that hey yeah i run a website called hey poor player um are you interested in like writing for it and i was like you haven't ever seen any of my work and he was like Oh. Yeah, just submit a few things to me. So I, I did. And then... I was looking at a video of the the website, and it started playing through my phone. I apologize. Oh, no, no worries. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I just started writing and, and submitting some stuff to him, and he, he liked my writing. So he just started sending me some game review codes. And, I mean, the, the game review codes, they just come so frequently. Like, you wouldn't believe how many game review codes we how, get a day. How do you How do you get in that boat? How like um like to actually be... get the game review codes? Yeah. Um, basically, uh, you gotta you know set yourself up with a, a website and kind of just get everything you know situated at first and have something that's you know presentable, mm-hmm. and then when you, you could contact um game companies and just kind of just link them to your site and say hey you know I'm trying to build my website or I I have a website um if you have any extra game codes you mind sending a few my way and no trust me they'll send them. Yeah, I mean, we have we have the Facebook page. Like, I didn't do the website page because I felt like no one goes to them anymore. Uh, but you know, what I mean, like, we have the YouTube, we have the everything, like the Instagram, the Twitter, the whole nine. I just never went the route to making a page yet. It's uh, well, I mean, even just show them your YouTube page and even your Facebook page. Just contact a game developer and you know start off kind of like with the indie developer first because yeah. they're the ones who are trying to get their names out there and say, hey, you know, I got this page with a following. Um, you know, how about you sending me some game codes and I'll review the games and they will send you the code. They All they ask is once you do get your review up on a site or, you know, your YouTube page, whatever you're going to do it on, you just got to send them a link so they can review it just so they know they're not just giving away games for free. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's definitely definitely something you should be doing and not just taking their stuff. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I contacted uh, just this week, actually. I don't know if you guys ever heard of a company called Bitmap Books. Um, no. But, well, Bitmap they're Books. based in the UK, but they're like a really big um, like retro game uh, book publisher. Like Their books are just beautiful. They come in these fantastic slipcases. But uh, I, can't, I have almost all their books, but there's a couple that came out recently that um, before I purchased them, I contacted Bitmap and I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of your books. I, I work for a site called Hey Poor Player. Uh, we've posted some of your news articles before, you know, some some news that they were releasing. I was like, um, could I be put on your press list? I wasn't even asking for these books. And um, the guy who runs the site, 
uh, he was just like, hey, uh, yeah, um, just give me your address and I'm going to send you a few things that you don't have already. So next thing I know, I get an email yesterday. They're like overnighting me all these books to review. So oh, I'm wow. like, wow, okay, cool. So yeah, I'm going to get these books tomorrow and then all day long just kind of just flip through them and take notes and hopefully have a review up like within a week or so. That's fantastic. Now, is this website your full-time job or is this like a side oh, thing? No, yeah. no, yeah, it's it's just something for fun. Um, the book, the book that did net me a pretty significant amount of money and I'm not getting royalty. It was just, he paid me per review. I did 80 reviews for the book. Oh, wow. The, the website, it's, it's kind of just like something for fun. The guy mm-hmm. that runs the website, that's his full-time job. Oh, nice. But yeah, but it's, it's a small, you know, it, it's kind of a smaller site. It's not like something big like IGN where those guys can work. You yeah. hundred percent. And write reviews, but yeah. Yeah. This is something I do just, just for fun. Awesome. Yeah, we're we're big fans of it, and like I said, I know we're we're not big yet or big timers, but we do appreciate you guys working with us and and you know, you know, giving us this call and this interview and talking about all that stuff. Um, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't want to keep it's you all night. It is it is late behind the curtains here. We did start this a little later at night because of my work schedule, but um, so I definitely appreciate you you know taking time out of your day and away from your family to talk to us. Um, is there anything in closing that you want to talk about or put out there? Um, no, I mean, just, um, you can find our book on Amazon. It's, um, ultimate Nintendo guide to the SNES library. There's also a guide to the NES library. That was the book before this one. I didn't have anything to do with that, but, um, you can still buy it. I mean, yeah. it's for Pat. <laughs> and, um, also, uh, just go to head, hey, poor player, like us on Facebook and, um, that's pretty much it. Absolutely. Well, th- I, I appreciate it, Mike, for the for the call on. Anytime you want to call in or anything, let us know. Like I said, we could even get you patched in for the uh, Not Cool in High School. If we have a topic that we're doing that you're interested in, or if you want to do your own topic for the night, we could do that as well. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to do that, definitely. Yeah, we can have like a guest topic. Yeah, so like we, like I said, we, re- we usually record that one every Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday, Tuesday night, at 9 yeah. o'clock. Um, I know that's tough for you with the way you work, you were saying. Um, but we could, we'll, we'll figure something out for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If I'm um, uh, my actual job job, I work in um, pharmaceuticals and I kind of work at night. But uh, if I can get off a of Tuesday, I'm I'm 100 percent down. Cool. Yeah. If, if you awesome. if you if you know you're getting off a of Tuesday in the future, like, hey, I want to call in. I'll do I'll do tonight's topic and just let us know what it is and we'll we'll go from there. All right. I'll definitely do that. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll and, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Okay, all right. Thanks, uh, Anthony. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate you guys. See you, man. See you, Mike. Yeah, everyone, check out the links below uh, for everything that we talked about and go support Hey Poor Player and go check this book out. It's a lot of fun. A lot of work goes into those reviews, and they're going back and doing stuff that, you know, a lot of game companies aren't doing anymore. Um, Cool, uncommon, fun stuff. Yeah, I figured this would run up your alley, Ben, so I appreciate (laughs) it. So behind the curtains as well is I'm usually doing an interview on Monday. Then Tuesday we do Not Cool in High School. Today is now Wednesday. And we're doing another interview. And then tomorrow we're doing wrestling. And then Friday we do banging beers. So it was a very, very busy week. And Ben's a part of three things now. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a little taste of what it, what it's like to be Tony. Um, but, yeah, see you guys next time. And, uh, you know, so go check all those descriptions and uh, share the page. Let people know we're here and uh, send people our way. We're, we're about 630 now likes on about Facebook. About that, yeah. Um, it, realistically, it's funny because we are the least liked page on Facebook, but it's the most watched show besides the interviews. Wow. So people enjoy the nerd talk. So, mm-hmm. All right, guys, take it easy. We'll talk to you next time.